Hey everyone, welcome. This is the fourth Sunday of Easter, and it is time for another First Press podcast for kids. I'm Miss Beth. We gather together once a week on this podcast for a Bible story, some family talk time with questions about the story, and a family activity. So get everyone together, choose your favorite listening spot, and let's have a story. This week's story is from the book of Acts, chapter 13. Our story begins quite some time after Jesus returned to heaven, in a city called Antioch. A group of Jesus' followers were gathered together for worship, praying and fasting. And as they prayed, the Holy Spirit spoke to them. The Spirit told the believers to set apart two of the men who were there with them, Paul and Barnabas. God had chosen Paul and Barnabas to go out into the world and spread the good news about Jesus. So the believers gathered around Paul and Barnabas, and everyone placed their hands on the men and prayed for them, asking God to bless them when they went out to do the work God had planned for them to do. A short time later, Paul and Barnabas got on a large sailing ship and sailed to the island of Cyprus. They traveled across the island, stopping in each city at the synagogues where Jewish people worshipped God. In each synagogue, they preached about Jesus, telling the people that he was the Messiah who had brought God's kingdom to the earth. In one city, word about Paul and Barnabas spread from the synagogue all throughout the city, and a man named Sergius Paulus heard about them. This man was not a Jew. He was an official for the Roman government, but he was an intelligent man who wanted to learn things. So he sent for Paul and Barnabas so that he could hear for himself what they were talking about. Paul and Barnabas went to see Sergius Paulus. But when Paul tried to talk to the Roman official and tell him about Jesus, a servant who was there began speaking out against Jesus, saying evil things and telling lies. This man was a false prophet, a sorcerer who did tricks to gain good things just for himself. He didn't want the Roman official to hear the good news about Jesus, so he did everything he could to stop Paul from speaking. But Paul, who was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, turned to the sorcerer and said, You are a child of evil. You are an enemy of everything that is right. You are filled with lies and deception and tricks. And now the Lord is going to cause you to be blind. And for a while, you will not even be able to see the light of day. Immediately, darkness surrounded the sorcerer. And he started groping about with his hands, trying to find someone to help him find his way. When the Roman official saw this, he was astonished. And he knew then that Paul spoke with the power of the Holy Spirit. And he believed what Paul was saying about Jesus. After that, Paul and Barnabas boarded another ship and sailed away from the island to a city called Perga. Again, they visited the synagogue where the Jewish people, and some non-Jews, were worshiping God on the Sabbath. The leaders of the synagogue invited Paul and Barnabas to speak, and so Paul told the people about Jesus. The people were so interested in what Paul was telling them that they invited both Paul and Barnabas to come back the next Sabbath day and tell them more. When the next Sabbath came, so many people had heard about Paul and Barnabas that almost the whole city gathered at the synagogue to hear what they had to say. But now the synagogue leaders were jealous because the people wanted to listen to Paul and Barnabas instead of listening to them. 
And so the leaders began complaining about them and criticizing what Paul was saying. But Paul was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he said to them, We came here to the synagogue where God's people, the Jews, worship, so that we could tell you about Jesus, the Son of God, the Messiah. But if you reject what we have to say, we will leave here and go spread the word to others, to the rest of the world, even to those who are not Jewish, so that they may also have a chance to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. And so God's word spread throughout that whole part of the world as many people, Jews and non-Jews alike, began to hear about Jesus, believe in him, and tell others about him. This story from God's Word, just like all stories from God's Word, speaks to us because we are God's people. Do you ever have questions when you listen to stories from the Bible? Maybe you aren't sure what some of the words mean, or you have questions about why the people in the story did what they did. Questions are good. Wondering is good. It's a good thing to wonder and ask questions and to try to figure out what God is trying to say to us with his stories. So let's ask some questions. You and your family can talk about these questions and your answers together. And if you have questions that are different than the ones I ask, you can ask those questions too and talk about your answers. So here we go. Question one. Why do you think God sent people like Paul and Barnabas, out into the world to tell people about Jesus. Why was that important? Do you know anyone who has traveled out in the world to tell people about Jesus? How can you help them do their job? Question two. There were people in the story who tried to stop Paul from teaching about Jesus. Why would people do that? What are some reasons people might try to stop someone else from learning about Jesus? Question three. The synagogue leaders were jealous and criticized Paul. What happened when they acted jealously? Have you ever felt jealous when someone else got more attention than you? What made you feel that way? How did you act? What happened? Think back to the beginning of today's story. The Jesus followers were gathered together worshiping. And guess what? They were probably in somebody's house, not a church building. Does that sound familiar? We've been worshiping in our homes and not in a church building for many weeks now. The people in our story were not worshiping in their homes for the same reason we are, though. In those days, in the days when people were first beginning to believe in Jesus... The believers didn't have church buildings like we do now. So they gathered together in small groups at each other's homes, and they worshipped God together that way. They didn't have the internet, so they couldn't watch a worship service online. And they couldn't have a Zoom get-together to worship with people who were in a house across town. They just gathered as many Jesus followers as they could fit into the house, and they read God's word, told stories about Jesus, sang songs praising God, and prayed together. They might not even have had a preacher. They might have all taken turns reading scripture or telling one of the Jesus stories. I wonder what it was like to worship with other Jesus followers in those days. 
I wonder what things might have been different from the way we worship now, or what things might have been the same. Think back to the beginning of the story again. Near the beginning of the story, the Holy Spirit told the believers that God had a job for Paul and Barnabas. Their job was to travel the world, preaching the good news about Jesus and God's kingdom. Paul and Barnabas traveled a long way. They sailed on a boat to a whole different country, far from their homes, in order to tell people about Jesus. Now, God doesn't tell everyone to travel to distant places in the world in order to tell people there about Jesus, but God does want everyone to share the good news wherever they are in whatever way they can do best, even you. And you might not know yet exactly the best way to do that, but that's why we read the Bible and pray and learn from other Jesus followers. As we do those things, we learn how we can follow Jesus better and how we can tell other people the news that Jesus is God's Son who saves people from sin. I wonder how many different places you can think of to tell people about Jesus. So play an alphabet game with your family to find out. Choose one person to start. That person says, I can tell people about Jesus in and then names a place that begins with the letter A, like Alaska. Then the next person says, I can tell people about Jesus in, and names a place that begins with the letter B, like Brazil. Continue taking turns like that until you make it through the whole alphabet. The places you name can be countries like Albania or Canada. They could be states. They can be places you go every day, like school or the post office. Anything that's a place, as long as it starts with the right letter of the alphabet. Now, if you want to make it really challenging, you can play with just the names of countries. I'm pretty sure there is a country name for every letter of the alphabet, except maybe X. When you finish the game, say a prayer thanking God for all of the people who traveled to all of the places in the world that you named in order to tell people there about Jesus. Ask God to show you places where you can tell people about Jesus. Let's finish up with a prayer. Creator God, you made a big world and people all over the world need to know about Jesus. Thank you for people who travel all over the world like Paul and Barnabas did just to tell people who Jesus is. Show us new places and new ways that we can tell people about Jesus too. God, help us to be creative this week so that even while we are still staying at home, we discover new things to do and new ways to help other people, new ways to show love to our families and friends, and new ways to have fun. Help us to remember that you love us every day, no matter what. And because you do, we have your power to go out in the world to love other people in your name. Amen.